this is Michael Doak. Welcome to the final episode of Hyperspace Broadcast. I'm here with my co-host, who can introduce himself now, because we're doing this differently than how we usually do. I'm Peter Eby, and I'm prepared to improv my way out of this sentence. Yeah, okay. Good start. <laughs> yes, Good start. And, uh, this is the final episode of Hyperspace Broadcast, just like you said. And what that means is that we are going to just talk about the entirety of the show, just the shows we watched, the best, the highs, the lows of all sorts of different categories, the history of the show, perhaps. We're just going to have a freewheeling discussion about what it is hyperspace broadcasts and what it means to rewatch a bunch of shit from Toonami. Yeah, basically. Uh, this is the final statement on the life of the podcast. So I guess to to start off, I'm just going to ask you a couple of random questions and I'm, okay. I'm curious to hear your answers. So it's not prep for these. We got this. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Well, they're, they're going to be pretty easy. For example, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. was your favorite Sailor Moon season? Ooh. Uh, probably R. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not what I expected. I expected it to be S because like, I don't know. I mean, it, S has a lot more like weird, goofy stuff happening moment to moment. But yeah, but it's, I, like, kind of insufferable. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I, I think so, R generally has a better, like, story arc overall, I'd say. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. Having said that, it also involves that weird stuff where, uh, what, Rini, it, like, <laughs> thinks her parents hate her because they didn't help her up when she fell one time. <laughs> like, that's God pretty silly. It um yeah and what wise man the dude with the like stained glass hands is uh is manipulating her through that oh yeah and also just like some amazingly bad editing in the those original uh right. american broadcasts yeah. where well, it's like oh man well we had Rini have a gun and pointed at serena's head in this scene in the japanese version it's like okay first of all why <laughs> yeah, second what kind of sense does that make at yeah, a base like, level looks like a real handgun but it's actually like a little pellet gun or whatever and they completely have to edit around it so awkwardly that it's just like Oh, it's so bizarre. She falls from the sky and then at one point yeah. jumps back and yeah, reverse yeah. footage flies up into the sky <laughs> to like leave the scene. It's like, which is okay, definitely not over. supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. That's what happened. Oh, God. Uh, I, you know, I did actually forget that the first arc of that show is just complete filler because the manga wasn't finished oh, yet. Yeah, yeah. And it's like those, the what, those aliens with the tree? Yeah. Like the yeah, weird tree like... that absorbs souls or some. But wasn't it kind of charming because they had like a lot of, they had a lot of like, is it a lot more Melvin in those episodes? Probably, yes. (laughs) A lot more like like at school, like Melvin and Molly, which is like, that's, that's, the show should have been about Melvin and Molly. (laughs) They were were (laughs) great. They're, they're over the top, like Brooklyn accented Molly and then like Melvin just being like. Yeah, constantly talking about the internet. Alpha nerd, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Melvin. Man, I. I miss Melvin, honestly. It it was a disappointment. I, like that's part of the reason that S is more of a disappointment for me. Is just yeah. they at that point it's just Sailor Scouts and nobody else, pretty much. Yeah, b- because they add three more very important yeah, Sailor right, Scouts, right. and it's just like, and <laughs> two of them have very annoying tendencies to just show up at the end and say vague things and not help <laughs> out, and then like fight with the other characters. Yeah, or for example, juggle a lemon on their violin for what feels like <laughs> eight minutes. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, what a great show. <laughs> yeah the yeah like again i think i think s has more moment to moment weirdness but i think that i prefer r as like a happy medium between oh okay we have all of the sailor scouts assembled now so we can like have their you know little dialogues and their little hangout sessions but yeah. also we still have a lot of like the minor characters from season one actually doing stuff in the show um, which, you know, helps a lot because, yeah, yeah, again, once, once you get rid of those minor characters, I feel like the show just becomes kind of boring and I don't know, maybe up its own ass a little bit. Doke, I have a question for you. What's that? What's your favorite, um, <laughs> what is your favorite, uh, romantic couple of anything we've watched on Toonami? Oh man, that's a weird... If you can't, 
And I haven't prepped you for the. We haven't prepped each other for these questions, no, but no, I, I want to see if you can't think of one. I'll I'll come up with one for you because I got a pretty good one. Yeah, like it, the 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 two that are springing to mind depressingly <laughs> are are uh, Tenshi and Ryoko in Tenshi in Tokyo, uh-huh. uh, and Sochi and Loran in turn a which isn't even really a romantic couple because they don't end up together (laughs) i mean neither of them do which probably says more about me than i want to admit yeah well i was gonna throw out uh starscream and alexis (laughs) yeah you know that one is pretty good also very chaste romantic parent but yeah yeah she well thank god she knits him like a a giant (laughs) transformer size scarf oh my god what is that transformer show yeah, it's not Transformers Kiss Players. Oh uh, fuck no! <laughs> Don't go there. Yeah, that was a that was like a weird manga. Yeah, that, no, uh, is disowned. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't we don't need to talk about that more. If you're curious what that's like, <laughs> I guess look it up, but probably not on Google. Probably don't. <laughs> like, go to Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. You uh, you don't want to see some of the images from that show. No, no, thanks. <laughs> the show that manga that was not animated, as far as I know. <laughs> oh god oh also also uh classic well, wait what um, was your favorite romantic pairing though well or was it star scream and alexis it was star, star scream and alexis yeah uh, not not uh lisa and rick hunter from from robotech oh. oh don't fuck with me on that though yeah that was a love triangle that i cared about i was I did, like for real a little bit i was just like i i think lisa's a better pairing for rick hunter than than min may min may's too childish and then <laughs> and, and, and but then rick shows up wearing a scarf that min may gave him to his date with lisa <laughs> late because he was hanging out with min may <laughs> it's a super cool dude who makes great choices <laughs> yeah he's a cool guy he's great so is tenchi uh, for the record yeah yeah oh wait we don't need to get into that uh what okay so we've watched a number of cgi animated shows i'm curious which you think would be like best suited for a remake just in the sense of like either the cgi is so dated that it's completely unwatchable but like a good story or maybe that the components of the story are interesting and maybe they could be reformulated into something good Oh god. I mean like I guess maybe reboot just because like I feel like the concept of seeing how the like an actual reboot remake yeah, not right, reboot right, the guardian not, code not a power rangers ified version. Yeah. Yeah. As as <laughs> as amazing as that is. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's amazingly uh bad as that show I'm, is. I'm still fun pulling to watch for, bad. I'm still pulling for season 3 which really is never hoping. going to happen. <laughs> But yeah, if one it day. does, I will like literally shed tears. I'm not even joking. If this about show, that. if this show can do anything, I want to encourage every listener to go put on uh, <laughs> "Free with the Guardian" code just to convince Netflix that people like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just have leave it on in the background. Three. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do it for us. Yeah, please. I need to see more of Alex Krychek playing a member of the Department of Internet Security, a thing that oh. <laughs> definitely exists. Yeah. Just a boardroom with a bunch of nerds at computers, and they have hushed conversations with each other. The um, Another one that would be good for a remake, though, I mean, like, Beast Wars, they're pretty much remaking, because, like, Transformers yeah, Siege right. on Netflix is going to have a season that's apparently just Beast Wars. Yeah, the, the third me. season of Transformers War for Cybertron War for, Saga what or whatever the hell it's like 17 yeah. subtitles is. Uh, yeah. the, I believe the third season is meant to be kind of a Beast Wars remake. So I'm actually kind of curious about that because yeah. I liked the first season of that show. I haven't watched the second season Better yet. Better Gary Chalk. Yeah, Doing right. The fucking right. Voice. Oh man, it better have at least one shot where Optimus Primal yes. flies into the camera and the camera goes down his throat. Oh god, yeah, <laughs> the classic fucking mainframe entertainment shot of the camera <laughs> zooming down a screaming character's throat, just just to man. show that they can really go anywhere with CG. Spe- speaking of characters, Do that shit who, all the like, time. You see the inside of their mouths a lot. 
I, I'm curious <laughs> yeah. what your feelings are on Mike TV. Have they improved since the last time you had to watch him gallivant around on camera? I haven't thought about that. I haven't thought about that name in a long time. Yeah, a long time. Much it hurts like to Obi-Wan kind of Wan Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. It hurts to kind of put it put it back in my mind. <laughs> no, the <laughs> thoughts have not improved on Mike TV from reboot. Oh, but come the on, he was like shitty a... joke character who looked like a TV and made dumb references and acted like he acted like kids in in school with me who were insufferable to be around yeah Um, sure you know what i can see that actually like i'm going to adopt this ludicrous persona because i have nothing else and i'm a kid so i don't realize how obnoxious that is yet i'm gonna yell dumb obnoxious references at you all the time and not (laughs) get the fucking (laughs) get the fucking cue that i don't want to hear it and don't find it funny yeah 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 it's like uh, that's playing playing your average game of magic at a card shop frankly yeah there there will be somebody i'm not i'm not disparaging all magic players i'm not doing that i play magic i enjoy it there are plenty of fine people but there are also a couple of weird ones times it's just how it is scene yeah yeah a little bit (laughs) like like when i went to the card shop on halloween and for some reason there were people playing despite the fact that it was in the middle of covid there were just people at the store (laughs) it's like that Uh can't be allowed and one dude who was in a full suit that was printed with little jack-o'-lanterns said to me happy halloween as i entered and i was so confused by the presence of other people that i just said nothing and kept walking (laughs) (laughs) and like i never heard that story (laughs) yeah i was i was there with josh so shout out to josh who i'm sure is laughing at that uh yeah yeah but (laughs) shout out to our one listener josh (laughs) yeah yeah you know uh yeah yeah that was a that was an encounter at a card shop everybody that's what it's like yeah yeah that and like you're playing a game and someone walks behind you very close to your shoulder and like starts breathing literally down your neck just looking at your cards and going (sighs) (laughs) that's a good card you guys got yeah. any trade? It's like, dude, I'm playing a game and I don't know you and you're breathing on me. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So back to Toonami. Um, yeah, we could talk about that a little more. Yeah. What What would you say is one of your favorite minisodes that pops into your head? We, we watched you, a you lot of what? random Toonami adjacent stuff for minisodes and I kind of want right. to know. It's probably not my favorite, but the first thing that popped into my head, honestly, was the Toye live-action Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> that, like, I love that. It's just, it's just so bizarre to see. Yeah. Like, again, you know, just because of how much control uh, the Disney Corporation is currently <laughs> exercising over the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah, it's yeah. really beautiful to see something from a time before anyone really gave a shit about superheroes <laughs> and live action. And With like Spider-Man, it's great seeing Spider-Man show up on scene and call himself the emissary of hell. Yeah, right, of course. <laughs> or like, like shoot what? a bunch of dudes with a fucking Tommy gun or like very awkwardly <laughs> climb around on walls in yeah in weirdly edited shots like yeah it's just and and everything about it like there's nothing even remotely connected basically to the idea of spider-man or like the concept of spider-man in the show it's just a sentai show where the guy dresses like (laughs) spider-man and can stick to walls sometimes good like yeah (laughs) because it's just so completely removed from what you would expect it to be and it's like Man, remember when this happened? <laughs> like, remember yeah, when this all wasn't so tightly controlled and, like, yeah. figured out several years in advance? I mean, not and to Spider-Man, say I don't like that stuff, but, you know. I guess, realistically, Spider-Man is probably the best, like, thing you could transfer from superhero to, like, Sentai hero. Because it's like, oh, he's an animal-themed Sentai hero, wears, or, like, yeah. hero who wears tights like yeah i mean the they just have to is add the thing really it, it, they have to add and the animal theming helps they have to add like uh, of course a car themed after spiders <laughs> yeah, and a, and giant a robot, robot themed after yeah. spiders yeah i was going to say i think thematically iron man would be a better fit but i agree that yeah. spider-man is probably a better fit in terms of actual production because you know yeah, with iron right. man you need to like a costume that isn't just spandex uh, at, le- at least in theory, I don't know. Maybe you could just buy a kid's Halloween costume. <laughs> the standards weren't that low. 
yeah no that's that that's a fair point uh but still i feel like that would be maybe outside the purview uh it's time for a random memory that i'm gonna throw at you okay Um, go for it (laughs) do you remember when there was a sailor moon episode that was legitimately and absolutely in real life titled food fetish i mean yes (laughs) (laughs) hey 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 peter do you remember that time that an incredibly strange thing happened to you (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that you'll never forget because you're like when how you had did this happen stop and take a picture of it to prove it was real <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like am i hallucinating <laughs> why would this kid's show name an episode food fetish and why and, would they ever in any realm of sense reach this point <laughs> and yet here it is in front of me incontrovertible truth (laughs) yeah like i mean that that was one of those episodes where i don't remember if it was you or me who had it like you know because we would basically skip to the title card to sync up to watch the episodes together yeah and i i I, I believe it was me and and basically it's just i I, what i imagine is you heard silence as i skipped to the point in the episode and then just me screaming laughing (laughs) Yeah, just like, and, and I was like, explaining what? what's happening. <laughs> like, yeah, you like... just got to see the title, and I get to it. I'm like, "Yep, that is incredibly <laughs> strange." Like, I just don't understand thing, huh? how is how how is this what they decided on? Um, just yeah, why? <laughs> oh man, it's like an episode that vaguely has to do with food. Definitely doesn't have to do with like a sexual fetish with food, well, or yeah, even I like mean, the other not. meanings of the word fetish. Like, it's just. Yeah, they didn't have a little doll made of food. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they had, though. Honestly, that would have been pretty funny. Uh, What would you say is the show that surprised you the most out of everything that we've watched? Um, that's tough. I kind of... Let me think. Well, if if you're going to think, I'm going to go ahead and say I think for me... Tenchi in Tokyo is the one. I mean, Tenchi Tokyo, yeah. Probably oh any frequent listener to this podcast would know that already. But we've brought it up several times after watching it too. Where it's just yeah, like, oh, right, it's the one right. that's like really good. Like, and and in preparation for recording this episode, because because despite appearances to the contrary, we did actually do some preparation. Yeah, we did a little bit. Um, we we're going to talk about some stuff. <laughs> uh, I was going through the old notes of Tenchi in Tokyo. And like, man, a lot of these little snippets of dialogue I wrote down are actually really funny. Yeah. <laughs> like right. a lot of these little moments are actually really good and like kind of a perfect distillation of these characters after having to sit through their <laughs> similar but not the same and not in canon adventures on two other occasions. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, also uh, somehow the space stuff is more interesting than the show titled Tenchi Universe, which is pretty yeah, impressive. Which like. Half of Tenchi Universe takes place in space, and it's still just as boring as it ever was. Right, it's just the same exact kinds of plots. I mean, yeah. we could we could just bag on Tenchi Universe for a few minutes. I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> that show's fucking awful. I, I like, was thinking, yeah, I'm really. I think we were really lucky that we watched Tenchi in Tokyo last. That is a good point because I, um, yeah, definitely. If we'd watched that before Universe, I would just hate the entire franchise rather than being mostly indifferent to it with you know one exception yeah the um just a lot of interesting character stuff honestly yeah like they really like it's a really funny show well it's funny and they actually go some interesting directions in terms of the relationships between the characters that i feel like the other two versions of the show were too dedicated to maintaining the status quo to really do like yeah tenchi in tokyo again is the show where tenchi tells all of the uh, women that are living at his house and who are in love with him to leave forever because he doesn't want them there anymore and they actually do for the most part (laughs) like go off and have their own adventures like that's and then he kind of like falls in love with another girl somewhere else you know and it's yeah kind of about that and balancing that relationship these wacky aliens who still want to get back into his life uh yeah yeah again like uh, none of the well the other two shows didn't do anything close to that interesting and yeah right i feel like especially as like a third entry in a franchise it's actually taking it in a different direction which is cool like that's a that's a good show honestly 
Um, and it was good that we watched it last. You're completely correct. Yeah. <laughs> I would not have appreciated it if we had watched it before Universe, I don't think. So if I had to say the most uh, surprising to me, um, probably it's a toss-up between Yu Yu Hakusho and G Gundam. Mm, uh, yeah, those G- are two good choices, honestly. G Gundam was a show that I watched a lot uh, when I was a little kid, and I thought it was cool because there was fights and there was martial arts. You know, we're watching it again. Well, and giant robots. You're giant robots. The yeah, major and, other and part so, of the show. And so, watching it again, I was excited because I know it's like, oh, this is the most like such an absurd Gundam, so weird and out of place with any other, and. And just like with some really absurd premise ideas and like these mobile suits representate representing like different nations that are also like now in space because they literally lifted the fucking well, <laughs> continent, I think. Or no, they, no, they only made like Japan a, is only Japan did. Yeah, is is like a replica. All of the other ones are equally ridiculous. For example, That's America, right. which is a giant star in space with the Statue of Liberty, which is a giant laser yeah. cannon secretly. Yeah. And yep. uh Neo America. <laughs> yeah, right, of course, Neo America. Uh Neo France, which is like suspended on a giant bed of roses somehow. <laughs> and of course, lest we forget the uh, questionable decision to make Neo Mexico a sombrero in space. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Yeah, I forgot about that. Their their Gundam, of course, being Tequila Gundam or Spike Gundam, if you're boring. Right. Or was it Cactus Gundam? It's Cactus or Spike Gundam, I don't remember. um, It's Tequila Gundam. That's that's what it is, damn it. Yeah. (laughs) The... uh, And G Gundam... Like, you know, I went into it like that, but then I, like, actually got into the plot, sort of. Like, you get into the absurdity of the shonenness of the plot which is like it's a mm-hmm. super mm-hmm. Vi- that show is like pure distilled like shonen energy of just like i'm an angry guy and i've got a lot of people did me wrong and i've i've got to figure out the world and figure out myself and i'm gonna yell and charge up and do a lot of cool moves <laughs> right in my quest to figure shit out what? and like there's something beautiful about that like so there's like when master roshi is like dying and they have to like uh, master do the- asia Ma- Master Whoa. Roshi. Yeah, Master Roshi sucks. When Master Roshi Master- is dying, we pop a bottle of champagne because <laughs> yeah, finally yeah. the jokes are over. Yeah, right. When Master Asia is dying, jokes, quote end quote. <laughs> yeah, when Master Asia is dying though, and they like, and uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. and Domon both do like the look the east is burning the red chant to each greeting. other. Yeah, they're like pose greeting, kind of oh, like man. school thing, like, like martial arts school thing. It's just like it's so that like oh, it made me. T- tear up and it was like oh this is so absurd but like perfect <laughs> like um domo's voice in that show i i, I blanking on the, the voice actor right now but it's so fucking good like so perfect for like yelling these absurd lines about you know like <laughs> my golden fist will destroy you or whatever you know <laughs> like yeah yeah your silver legs are no match for these golden ha- hands or whatever <laughs> yeah. he screams at the uh the neo italy fighter in the first episode after of course being interrogated by neo italy <laughs> officials who shove his face into a pizza as a form of torture it's a hot pizza okay that's actually pretty cruel <laughs> very appropriate to he's italy gonna have to wash Question his mark. face pretty hard too because he's yeah, gonna get he's some gonna zits break out <laughs> yeah no i i Oh, Having <laughs> not seen G Gundam before we watched it for this podcast, and I mean, I'm sure I said something along these lines when we recorded that episode, but whatever, that was a while ago. Uh, I was surprised by how, like, it is such a perfect combination of totally goofy bullshit that makes no sense, but is, like, amazing. Like, uh, Domon punching a wave and the wave breaking around him as a result yeah. of his punch. Um, and like Chibity Crockett, the Neo-American fighter who pilots a Gundam <laughs> that wears a football helmet, carries around a pair of pistols, has a shield surfboard, and like also is a boxer somehow. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, like just, just the episode where he is roused out of a uh, funk by a bunch of people literally singing America, the beautiful, <laughs> 
or maybe it's just rain singing America the Beautiful. At any rate, it's such a ridiculous, cheesy, but somehow heartfelt scene. Like, yeah, that that is how I would describe G Gundam in a nutshell. It is ridiculous <laughs> and cheesy, and somehow it, it still works. Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense, but I love it. I believe Mark Gotha was the voice of Dome. That's right. By the way. Yep. Mark Gotha, who also showed up in Zoids with like a very uh, with a similar voice. Oh, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost as though he's the same person. Yeah. You know what? If we're going to, y- you mentioned Zoids. Can we talk about Raven for a second? Oh, so fucking <laughs> like good. The, the only thing worth mentioning about Zoids, frankly, Raven, yeah. the character who is like the uh, like a young teenage antagonist who has just the most like shitty teenager voice. I don't know. Yeah. He just has this ridiculous kid voice. And he's like ang- it's Ugh. like angry goth teenager kid like <laughs> pissed off at the world and just always says like the most edgy thing he can think of on the spot. Yeah, right, right. No matter what. <laughs> yeah right or like, i'll like, destroy you like i destroyed everyone else it's like yeah okay. like the, the most try hard edgy stuff uh, yeah yeah what, raven what a great what a great or evil van as i believe i took to calling him yeah uh, yeah because he also has the evil version of van's little dinosaur zeke uh, i'm glad i could pull that name <laughs> this is what my head is filled with the names yeah. of characters from shows that i didn't even like all that much <laughs> Uh, so I guess, uh, my maybe final question for you specifically is what do you think is the show that made like the most impact on you from all of this? Like what, what is the show out of all of this that you think you would like actively recommend to people? Or alternately, hmm. if you, if you, what is the show that you barely remember any details of because <laughs> it was so unmemorable that it just slid off your brain? Oh, uh, well, for that one, um, probably Johnny Quest versus the Cyber Insects. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> choice. I kind of forgot so we little, even watched that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember, I remember Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. I remember, you know, who can forget Quest yeah, World? Yeah, no, no, Quest you World is glorious just CG like that as a child. And then you see it again as an adult and almost puke. <laughs> that is the essence of life. You know, you know the, talking about that specifically, it makes me think of, like, I swear that for years I would, like, get a game console for Christmas and a game and then play the game. And every year my mom would be like, these like these graphics are incredible it looks real and she just (laughs) would say that over and over again and i (laughs) yeah and i and i feel like that's basically what johnny quest was back in the day it was like this almost looks real and you Mm -hmm. see it now and it's like what was happening with (laughs) these cg models like good lord their elbows aren't attached (laughs) ever imagine that yeah there's no smoothing everyone's just made of like little squares or like you know relatively huge squares (laughs) yeah it's like someone like tried to make a stop motion film with a marionette and then converted (laughs) it into bad looking cg it's just yeah the most jittery awkward thing i think i've ever seen Oh, and, and cyber and cyber insects didn't even have that so like strip that away from johnny quest from and you've got like old an old johnny quest kind of spin-off new movie you know new like yeah short right movie. right yeah that and, was a weird uh, it case sucks. and, and <laughs> yeah. it sucked and the only thing i remember about it is that jeffrey tambor played the villain and oh, apparently yeah. he's an asshole so like i can't even take pleasure in that anymore <laughs> Well, as far as what had an impact on me, I mean, G Gundam had a pretty big impact on me. It's just like something about that was like very nostalgic and also like heartfelt in its nostalgia, which kind of made me feel um, happy. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) The um, recency bias would would lead me towards saying uh, Turn A Gundam, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. but also that didn't even air on Toonami. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What uh, what that aired on Toonami, would you say? Yeah, probably reboot, I imagine. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, that's about it. You know, that uh, mm. that or like Yu Yu Hakusho, which right. should be. Yeah, yeah. 
praised for its its quality dub i would say and it, yeah you know, the dub is really very good 90s especially and, for the time honestly yeah yeah and the entire show is like very 90s and the dub is kind of like got this kind of like 90s 2000s like edge to it where it's like mm-hmm. they'll they'll it, the characters are always kind of trash talking each other in a way that's like kind of perfect yeah yeah um, they, they minorly swear but in a way that yeah. actually feels kind of real like yeah you know it's damn it's impressive it's impressive considering that dub, comparing it to something like the the dub of Gundam Double O, which I've been watching the first season of recently. And like, yeah, you showed that me that first not, episode, and that dub was rough. Yeah, it's not god awful by any means, right. but it is interesting because I feel like Yu Yu Hakusho is a lot better, honestly. Yeah, and you would think that you know it's an earlier dub. I mean, I guess Yu Yu Hakusho is pretty popular, but. Well, and that's one know. that pro- that's one that very likely did not do a lot of direct translation, but still took the essence right. of what characters were saying and put it yeah, into that, a that's interest true. wrote it interestingly, you know, instead of like mm-hmm. taking a literal translation and trying to stick as close as possible to literal, which can kind of fuck you up. I feel like yeah, sometimes that doesn't work. They out did some like well. transliteration here that that worked, and like especially if you're like having characters that- insult each other and stuff, sometimes it might be easier to take the gist of the insult and not the literal thing and then right. like write yeah, a funnier yeah. way to put it that works better in American English. Right. Um, I feel like that's what a lot of that, a lot of uh, Hakusho did. Right. And, and there's just a lot about that show that's interesting too. I mean, mm-hmm. again, we've discussed yeah. it all before, of course, but like the horror elements are really cool. There's just, there's a style and tone to it that I don't think anything else that really was on Toonami, at least that we've watched, uh, no, really yeah. like measures up to. It's very unique in terms of Toonami content. Yeah. Samurai Jack is another very memorable oh, show God. that we yeah. remiss not to bring <laughs> of up. Of course. Just I... beautiful. Like revisiting that too. Cause like I watched as a kid and I was like, this show's pretty cool. He keeps fighting robots and it's kind of boring. I want to see him fight like, I want to see him cut dudes in half, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then watch like season five. That's my I, advice. I, yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> the um but like and then going back to it, it's just like yeah this show is beautiful and this show is very selective about when the characters speak and is very mm-hmm. willing to have a lot of silence and use that silence to like better sent make a point um or better to put, better um like emphasize an atmosphere they better convey an atmosphere you know yeah, yeah and yeah. make a moment yeah and and so there'll be episodes where Samurai Jack doesn't speak for like fucking most of the episode and it's like just silent like walking through the wilderness but it like gets a vibe going that makes perfect sense. Right. And there's some there's some episodes in season 4 that I'm starting to think about now that I really really remember. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny I kind of forget sometimes that we watch Samurai Jack, which is weird because I really did love it. Yeah. Um but there are a couple episodes in season four where Jack isn't even really the main character. Like he's just almost presented as, I don't know, a force of nature. Like, like an observer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, of course there's the episode with the robot who is trying, you know, programmed to kill Jack, but is starting to develop his own like emotions and understanding. Um, and then Jack kills him uh, or <laughs> or the episode where they're the bounty hunters who all have their own personal grudges against Jack. And then he comes in and just curb stomps all of them in like a one minute action scene that is just amazing. Yeah. Oh, right. man, that show is just a masterpiece, honestly, like maybe maybe the most artistic show, I'd say, of yeah. anything that we watched. It's almost like a painting in a way. Yeah, it's, I mean it's one of those that. like yeah, it's one of those where it's like you could take most frames of this and it's oh, like yeah, looks sure. fantastic. Man, you know? an animation kind of, cell from Samurai Jack would be incredible be a, to own. That'd be really sick, yeah. I'm sure that, that that is like looking for an animation cell from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which yeah, is to or say Akira. <laughs> unbelievably expensive. Yes. Right. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about so let's talk about a little more of some of the fucking bad shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean the the bad shit's what we're here for. We're, pull, we're pull. purveyors of trash. Yeah, and honestly, like most, uh, what I feel like most of the stuff we watched was either like, uh, okay or bad. 
yeah, or like, like funny bad or bad with a couple yeah. of highlights, most of which we've covered at this point. Yeah, right. Um, what's, what's your favorite bad show then? What's your favorite hate watch? <laughs> um, fucking probably like reboot the Guardian Code was really good. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's yeah. a tough one to pass <laughs> up. We've already <laughs> talked about funny. that a bit though. Yeah, um, the um. Transformers Armada was fun. Oh my and god! Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. I it mean, was so bad, but it was like so many errors. Like that—that's a show that's basically like a buggy release. Like when a video yeah, game comes yeah. out and it's super buggy, it's like one hundred percent a TV show. <laughs> like they constantly are fucking up characters' names and calling them the wrong names or calling them their Japanese names, which is like kind of a weird, strange thing to have happen. But like yeah, it's just I mean, fucked up in the script. You know, and considering the how the production worked, I guess makes sense. But yeah, still. right. I mean, much much <laughs> like a buggy video game, the the <laughs> the end result can be blamed squarely on an incredibly rushed production schedule. Yep. And <laughs> so, yeah, it's just also humorously, there was almost like a patch for it, considering that apparently the Japanese version actually fixed a number of those problems. Oh yeah, right, because it it was produced in japan to come out in america and to rush and come out in america and then yeah right it came, the, was ported back over to japan and given a japanese translation and and that and when they were able to do that writers were able to look at it and be like that doesn't make any fucking sense let's yeah, change that oh oh the translation was completely screwed up because we had like zero time to do any yeah. of it and also because half of the names that are wrong are of mini cons who are basically interchangeable as far as the plot goes yeah um at and least like, in oh, the beginning th th this scene doesn't make sense let's cut it or like have a flashback to help connect things more or do whatever like all sorts of like little quality of life changes yeah and that it was so fun just like finding all the crazy shit and going we'd go episode by episode on the um transformers wiki when whatever right, major right, transformers yeah. wiki there was tf wiki i think yeah yeah and tf wiki is great by the way it's fucking awesome yeah and because like the, the way people write on that website is also really funny and like yeah, kind of self-aware yeah it's, especially it's aware with, of how silly transformers is as a franchise yeah. it does not take itself super seriously uh it's willing but, to poke fun at itself which i appreciate just, in a fandom <laughs> For sure, yeah. And just following following each episode and being like, all right, what did they fuck up on this one? Holy <laughs> shit, there's like seven paragraphs. <laughs> like, yeah, man, you remember they the really point? screwed it up. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you remember the point where, uh, the, like, Megatron and Hot Rod and Starscream and I think there's somebody else, but I can't remember who, just randomly have their color schemes changed for no apparent reason and then yeah, yeah. megatron's like i'm galvatron now i guess yeah <laughs> i just decided i'm galvatron yeah 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 that show was d definitely a good hate watch yes i i can't yeah. really think of a better way to describe it and also what was the name of the character who was like a motorcycle and the the rider was a robot that transformed into like a helmet like the Fuck, rider dude, was a you can't con? you can't ask me like i remember this character you can't ask to be me to fair, fucking pull a name of a transformers character yeah like I mean, i'll just make up a verb or whatever you know like right and in fairness it's not like the people making that the show i could remember was, his name either like i was yeah i was gonna pull up a random like say a random thing but i'm pretty sure i guessed it right i think his name was sideswipe i think sideswipe might be a different transformer but oh. whatever it doesn't matter i just remember that we thought he was voiced by scott mcneil for the longest time yeah his voice yeah. is exactly the same as scott mcneil's and it's yeah. not him Scott McNeil is somebody else in that show. Scott uh, McNeil, shout outs, probably one of our favorite voice actors to yeah, grace like, several Toonami uh, shows. Just a really fun character. First seen, of course, in our coverage with Gundam Wing uh, playing yeah, Duo, Duo Maxwell. Maxwell. Classic yeah. character. The God of Death is back from hell. Right. <laughs> it's like, Man, fuck Gundam yeah. Gundam Wing, what a, what a trip to even think yeah. about that considering how long ago we covered that and like yep. how much i loved that show as a kid and also just that yeah it yeah really was of course the show that introduced me to gundam a franchise that i like quite a bit mm -hmm. like i mean you know the, not to say that there aren't issues with stuff in the franchise but it's you know it's generally pretty entertaining yeah uh, 
mobile suit gundam i'm just gonna bring up as i think one of my most surprising shows just because yeah i really expected it to be kind of cheesy and unwatchable and there are definitely parts of it that have not aged super well just in terms of production value like mm-hmm. i i happened to watch the last episode of that uh on my blu-ray copy when we were finishing up turn a gundam because i was like i'm pretty sure there's some specific visual and like dialogue references to the end of mobile suit gundam in turn yeah. a gundam uh, and there are and they're quite interesting but it is awkward of course going back to a show that was produced 20 years earlier than the show that you were currently watching and just seeing like just the the sound is terrible by comparison like for some reason that was the thing that i noticed most is just yeah yeah the the sound is very like screechy in a way uh having said that though i mobile suit gundam's like a great show i think it's aged very well considering mm-hmm. that it's what 1979 like yeah it's it, it still holds up a lot i think uh the animation doesn't all the time but i think the story stuff carries it through well enough what was your what was your favorite live action thing we watched we watched a decent amount of stuff particularly for like special day special episodes we like yeah, to right right watch well, something stupid in live action um yeah i mean i'm i'm just going to bring up frankly because i think it needs to be brought up uh both g savior and <laughs> dragon ball evolution as oh, great yeah. terrible live action adaptations of anime uh, yeah G Savior was fucking terrible. Yeah, and, and, you, G- and the, right. the cherry on top that you ended up buying right. a bootleg copy, and I was like, "No, this is absolutely a bootleg." Duck. Yeah, and then we're watching it, and it's like this looks like someone recorded a TV with their VHS camera yeah. and then put it on a DVD yeah. and then shipped it to me. Like, <laughs> this is so obviously bootleg uh, that some scenes you cannot see what's going on. God. <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny honestly i still have that dvd uh, and i'm, oh, I'm never gonna watch it. it again but <laughs> i don't know maybe we'll watch it next time we hang out that would be a fun yeah, throwback yeah. that that would be good of course that that movie is ridiculous i'd honestly just yeah. advise you to go back and listen to that episode because i yeah, think it's I a pretty good episode the uh, um from our early stuff uh I put forth the Star Wars Christmas special is probably one of the most enjoyable watches we've had. I can't imagine. It has nothing to do with Toonami, unfortunately, but I can't imagine an artifact of like my potential childhood stranger than the Star Wars holiday special. Right. Just what a weird thing that exists. It's, it's truly like, yeah it's it just like what am i watching and it's like different segments because it's a 70s variety show basically made holiday special made <laughs> star wars <laughs> yeah it's like with, yeah fuck it it's on chewy's planet and we're gonna start yeah with with no speaking roles oh my God, no english speaking roles for the first that. like 15 oh, minutes the first 15 minutes is they, just grunts what was that why <laughs> yeah yeah, just grunts from fucking really hideous non-Chewbacca Wookiees. Yeah, right. They're just bad-looking costumes. Like, yeah. and, and Luke creepily telling Chewie's <laughs> wife to give him a little smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now, put a smile on. It's like, oh. so creepy. <laughs> oh, no. It's like Mark Hamill channeling Joker for a second. Yeah, yeah. And, like, sweating too much. Like, <laughs> something about that scene. It's just, like, extra creepy. And, like, it's what a, a very wet, orange Mark Hamill. Yeah, that, that movie is something else. And also, just, like, despite being the most kid-friendly garbage with, like, weird segments where a dude just glitches out on camera for, while trying yeah. to explain how to use some kind of computer to Acting a, like a YouTube baby poop video. Wookie, yeah, uh, <laughs> Or, like... It, you know, it'll go from something like that, this just light, silly nonsense, to, like, imperial troops breaking into the house and threatening <laughs> everyone and demanding to see their yeah. IDs or they'll be taken to a prison camp. And it's like, yeah, it's like, what Jesus. the fuck is the tone of this? Like, <laughs> And then Jesus it cuts from Christ. that to, like, and then it cuts from that to, like, 
old old man Wookiee watching a porno. Oh my god, <laughs> watching a VR porno. And it's like, wait, wait how a minute. did I forget that scene? How did yeah. I forget the weirdest scene in like oh, anything? God, the, the weird like... balding Wookiee, which is something yeah, that yeah. a sentence that should never have been constructed or even <laughs> conceived of, like. What a crazy <laughs> artifact! Oh I, God! I, but I yeah, was... it, 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 we watched that. Pre, that was obviously pre-COVID, and yeah, uh, yeah, we watched yeah. it. You were in town, I believe. Yeah, yeah which is a rarity. And uh, I was in town for I the holidays, and we we're like, yeah. it's the holidays, time for the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, got to celebrate that was usually, Life Day. And it was usually when we would do a special episode, is when we're both in town and we can watch something together and actually right. record together. And then, like, and then our friends uh, Dave and Nathan uh, <laughs> joined in, and we all just watched it uh, in Dave's basement, and it was just like so funny. Like everyone just like riffing on it and just being like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like, right? Because... Chewbacca walks in and like has his gun held up, and it looks like he's gonna kill his family in one scene. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck is this? And the the super uh... awkwardness of Han Solo being like. Well, see you, Chewbacca. You're basically my only family, but I'm just gonna leave during your holiday celebration. Yeah, yeah, and not come back because <laughs> I don't want to be on set for this. <laughs> yeah, right, because no one wants to be here. Yeah, or of course the animated segment, which is how we justified watching it in the first place. Right, first appearance yeah. of Boba Fett, which yeah, you know, it's I'm pretty right sure animated it's... segment. It's like okay, yeah, it's classic Supo progenitors, bizarre shit. Yeah. Uh, what I the the thing about again, like much like Toy Spider Man, I think the thing that's so crazy about that movie is just like this does not happen anymore with things this massive. Yeah. Right. And to be fair, like, only A New Hope had come out at that point, so it wasn't the cultural juggernaut it is now. But still, yeah. like, what a strange alternate timeline where George Lucas was happy with the holiday special. And that was just a common franchising thing. Yeah, where it's like, yeah, every, yeah, we'll every do a year, holiday special, a new holiday special. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? Like, <laughs> hey, well, it's Life Day again. <laughs> yeah, every <laughs> year, up. every year, got to celebrate year. Life Day, and they just keep adding characters. Like Lando shows up, and one yeah, of them. Yeah, we meet Lando's extended family. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> Honestly, oh, it's my more, uncle. It's like yeah, what? More, more Billy D. Williams. I'm down for that. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, again though, just what a thing, especially considering that Star Wars is such a like prototype as far as franchises go of modern nerd franchises. Yeah. I just have to wonder what world we would be living in. Like would there be Marvel holiday specials because honestly, I would pay for that. That would be funny. <laughs> right. Speaking of Mark Hamill though, I do want to just briefly mention Batman the animated series. Oh, Spe yeah. Specifically Mask of the Phantasm, frankly. Like, Batman the Animated Series can be hit or miss. I think it's a an excellent show. And, mm -hmm. I mean, again, I, mostly I literally own it. But yeah. there are a handful of episodes, mostly the ones uh, produced by ACOM uh, Animation, <laughs> that just don't hold up very well. Again, yeah. I think that they are the minority, certainly. They're much more uh, great episodes across that series. But I don't know. I just wanted to mention it because it it's is a like... show that I really love. And it led to one of my favorite, I guess, franchises, really, in the, the DC yeah. animated universe. And yeah, right. It is the gold standard to me of Batman as a character, frankly. For sure. So it's it's worth bringing up like watch batman the animated series uh, it's yeah, on hbo it's max i'm pretty sure so go check that out and especially batman like, beyond too get that get that i think you want to watch a for the one episode to get you in probably that first uh mr freeze episode is like really the fucking killer yeah yeah it's yeah like that's the first one that really one got one of the in. best episodes of the show yeah. it's just a great episode of television in general like it's yeah it's amazing um Man, yeah, there's a there's a lot of a lot of stuff we watched, huh? <laughs> just like I mean, hours yeah, and hours honestly. and hours. It's wild, just like going through and trying to trying to figure it out, and then like finding things that's like, oh, I forgot we watched this. Like, I forgot we watched 
the Fist of the North Star OVA where <laughs> now it's a movie, you know, not an OVA technically. But fair but. enough, but like we 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 watched that where uh, you know Kenshiro's so strong he gets out of bed and the bed explodes, <laughs> yeah, or a building <laughs> falls on him and cracks yeah, over yeah. his head and he just keeps walking like nothing happened. Or he and opens course, a door and a door explodes. What a yeah yeah that's another one that I would say watch. It's just amazing. Throwback to another. Um, and another one, it, it, like Gundam Wing, man, like that Toonami promo, especially if you got to watch the extended like Toonami trailer for Gundam Wing, which features, of course, the amazing shot of Lady Un kicking a guy out of a flying <laughs> yep. cargo jet out yep. of the cargo bay. And it's like, OK, she's kicking. He, she kicked him out of a plane. Yeah, he's he's dead. dead. Then she pulls a pistol out and shoots him while he falls. And it's like, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> then shoot him after kicking him out of a fucking yeah, just plane. Just shoot him first and then throw out the body. I guess she didn't want to get the plane dirty. She didn't like, have to shoot anyone. Just kick, yeah. just kick him out of the fucking plane and let him die. I just, it is funny that it apparently like, it was easier to kick him out of a, to throw him out of yeah. a plane than just to shoot him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that. That is so like fucking tsunami. It's just like over yeah, the top yeah. violent for no fucking reason. Like, yeah, this just happened. Right. <laughs> it's like right. I can't believe right. this shit aired. <laughs> like sometimes, you know, you're looking back. It's like that's so over the top and absurd. <laughs> That it's just like, of course, we were like super drawn to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. We hadn't seen anything even approaching that, really. Like, yeah, and DBZ you know, the same way, you know? Yeah, just like, for sure. And DBZ, DBZ, a show we both loved as kids that suffered for a lot of its rewatch. Like, yeah, we, yeah, we suffered through much of the rewatch of it. Do it's not, rough. Do not revisit Dragon Ball Z. I would suggest sticking to Kai if you feel yeah. morbidly At the curious, very least, but watch like, Dragon Ball Z Kai. But like, The original cut is just, I mean, uh, you know, so what, what can we say that we haven't said already? It's just yeah, filler, a billion filler, times. filler, 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 filler. It's filler, filler and it's, it's long terrible. and it's so slow and so boring. And then, like, you get to occasional moments where it's like, yeah, finally, Goku turns Super Saiyan. Yeah. Right. And, then it's and like, that's then, really cool. And then there's like 30 more episodes of him fighting Frieza. And it's like, no, 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 we're good. We <laughs> yeah, can stop yeah. now. <laughs> it's too bad it's not like in the manga where apparently he just turns into a Super Saiyan and then just totally curb stomps Frieza and beats him easily. Boy, you really love that term, huh? Yeah. I don't <laughs> How know many why. times are you going to go to the well of, of uh, yeah, horrific violence? <laughs> I don't For, know. It's uh, a phrase. Defeating someone in a battle. <laughs> As opposed, of course, to the horrific violence of a dude literally being cut in half and then continuing to float around just as a torso before being blown into smithereens. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, That's fair. Although I th I think the curb stomp thing is is mostly courtesy of TV tropes. Oh. That is that is one of the phrases that they use for like a completely one sided battle. So I think that's, yeah, sure, that's from yeah, that. fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so I I think we should probably get wrapping up, but I have one last question, which is maybe a, a melancholic one. Is there any show that we didn't watch that you're like kind of sad that we didn't cover? Because I I can think of a few personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we never we never. Uh, finished all of anime unleashed unleashed my secret side <laughs> podcast yeah where, yeah where we chronicle the amazing and unstoppable content of anime unleashed from tech tv oh, to man. g4 to g4 tech tv <laughs> i i would love to watch more better man if the main character's voice is not completely insufferable uh the yeah besides that though like just off the top of my head I can't quite pull much of what's left. I know mm. there's some big shit we missed and people were probably screaming at the TV. Yeah. Like, oh, you didn't watch TV Bleach. where they're watching this. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch Naruto or whatever. And it's like, I, I never really had a, never really just had the appeal to that, but right. I mean, let me check real quick. Actually, we have a master list of shit we didn't get to. And I wanted yeah. to see real quick. And, and that's only up to Tom too, even like, yeah, I mean, as much as we've been talking about Gundam, uh, Gundam 8th MS Team is oh fuck, uh, quite yeah. a good show, honestly. I and, loved that one as a kid. And I am a little remiss that we didn't actually get to that. I, I'm <laughs> honestly kind of like, ah, shoot, I screwed that up. We probably should have watched that. Um, also, frankly, for me, just like the Justice League animated series, again, it's part of kind of a franchise, but... 
I really, really, really enjoy Justice yeah. League. And Justice League Unlimited, I think, is like just borderline a masterpiece uh, of tying all of that stuff together. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a great finale for the DC animated universe as a whole. So I kind I kind of wish that we gotten around to that stuff, but oh geez, that stuff aired in like Tom Four era. We had we would have had to wade through three other Gundam shows that I don't really care about, and like yeah yeah you know like SD Gundam Force and oh, shit God. like <laughs> and and wade through more Dragon Ball Z that I and Dragon Ball God I'm just gonna say Dragon Ball I'm not even gonna talk about it but Jesus yeah. Christ like I I couldn't watch any more of it so. Yeah, I, mean, I, I will say IGPX was one I I, I wanted to oh, watch yeah. just because it was like a tsunami co-production. Honestly, we uh, should just watch that at some point. We probably like, should. I've heard yeah. good things about that. Um, other than that, like we got, I feel like we got most of the stuff that you and I watched when we were young because we both kind That's of fell true. out of tsunami around the That's same time. True. I feel like, yeah, yeah. We, I, I think I stuck around a little longer, but um yeah i mean i'll i'll never forget the day that i decided the dragon ball z was actually a very stupid show which is the scene where uh, yeah i think it's deborah the devil guy throws a spear through majin buu when he's like the big pink uh i don't know fat majin buu i don't really yeah. want to say that to be honest but whatever uh so he throws a spear through majin buu and then buu pulls it out and regenerates the hole that the spear caused and yeah for some reason after seeing Cell regenerate from a single <laughs> molecule of himself yeah. into his perfect form again for some reason, that was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like, what kills that's it. That's stupid. He can't like regenerate a, a little hole in himself. That doesn't make any <laughs> Maybe sense. Maybe you were just sick of it at that point. Like, I no, mean, I'm not, sure that that's not, really what the answer like, is. Yeah, like, not this shit again. Like, yeah, they're going to pull this. They're going to pull him blowing up and coming back yeah, from an atom again. Like, you can't. Times you can't reintroduce the regenerating guy like, yeah yeah how many times are they gonna blow so up boo and then he reforms and it's like, yeah all right gotta blow yep. him up again i guess right and and then i okay i, I will say uh <laughs> in terms of like a shitty show that we never got around to woolen warriors which is widely Ooh, considered I mean, the worst thing on tsunami <laughs> I we never be... watched I would be surprised if it would be possible to even find episodes yeah. of that to watch. Right. I've only seen like the opening, and boy, it's something. <laughs> the, yeah, the Wu Tang like inspired yeah, bad opening Wu Tang rip off rap rapping yeah. over like puppets. Puppets. I mean, you know, because it's from like a Chinese puppet show that was brought over to America, right? And, like, like retranslated. Yeah. It's just some Which, weird stuff. I mean, yeah. I guess I'm not opposed to like puppet based television generally. You know, the Muppets are great. But yeah, sure. It's it's just weird when they're like that kind of marionette style, you know. I mean, to be honest, I also have always found dummies to be incredibly creepy. So I feel like I would have been totally creeped out by that show as a kid, and probably <laughs> as an adult too, to be honest. Yeah. Other than that, it's like the what the, the one thing I think besides all of that that I'm a little remiss that we didn't get to tackle was Giant Robot Week. Uh, yeah yeah that's true there were a lot we of interesting never really shows could, in there yeah and we never really could figure out how we wanted to handle it <laughs> which in terms is part of, of our the reason, podcast yeah because yeah, it's just like it's just like yeah that sounds really cool but like are we gonna follow seven different anime shows and do a right. grab bag of each one yeah because that or, seems like a lot we gonna... are we gonna watch specifically the stuff they the edited versions of the show they aired on tsunami can we find that shit well it's not like, even that we find the edited episodes of evangelion <laughs> that they did like where they made the explosions that are shaped like a cross, like not shaped like a cross. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shit I mean, like that. the thing is, it's not even a matter of finding the, I mean, that, that was part of it was trying to find censored versions of the episodes, which yeah. man, we really lucked out with finding that like Facebook page that on all of the original Tenchi Muyo show. Oh the yeah. Censored versions. That's a wait. You're never going to find that. That's dead nope. fucking media. Nope. That's like, dead. And people need to media. save that That's shit gone. on their computers to just preserve uh, the editing job that was done. Like yeah, legitimately, for some I mean reason, that. which is, yeah, I mean, it's a bad editing job, but yeah, no, it's it's worth seeing just as a curiosity, certainly. Yeah, um, and and same with, like, the DBZ, like, Ocean Dub stuff uh, yeah, that we that were able to track down stuff. 
because like now it's all the it's all the same voice actors, which is fine. And the Funimation dub, you know, got pretty good. Uh, right, didn't and I'm start sure amazing, but no, was, no, it didn't at all. Got but... very good, and of course, become has become the voice of Goku to me and me as a kid. But yeah, like the, the voice ocean of dub Vegeta, started certainly. it. Oh yeah, and the ocean dub like started it, and like we that was the original shit I saw. So, so we we lucked out in some of those ways in like finding original broadcast airings of this stuff. But a lot of the other ones was like, well, we're gonna watch it, and we're gonna you know basically guess what they edited out, but just watch it as it is. Right, and also, is it even worth watching something that no one's going yeah. to be able to find, and then saying, I guess yes, watch this version that you can't get. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. That's kind it of is nice though. But... It is kind of nice. Uh, being able to watch like how people remember it though and be like oh yeah, okay yeah, so yeah. like you might remember it this this crazy edit like the, the sailor moon the sailor moon 2 is a re- was a really good was really lucky that we were able to watch yeah, the yeah. Sa- deke sailor moon stuff and the um clover way dub and you know those yeah, original dubs S yeah stuff. which apparently the new dubs are much better i don't doubt that at all I'm sh- of course they are <laughs> but like and they're so different and that's why i'm glad we watched the originals like the you know original in quotes the the aired dub let's say yeah yeah sure the original english version i guess yeah is maybe the best way to put it and yeah right it's it's funny because you know we we talk about the characters in sailor moon and i realize like a fair amount of these characters that's just not their name absolutely like, that's not their, not names. their name yeah. at all and i probably <laughs> yeah. sound like a maniac when i'm talking about melvin i don't yeah, know what his yeah. name actually yeah, like is or Molly. or whatever I, yeah, I, I'll, yeah, I don't I'll, remember what his name. He'll was, always be Melvin like to me. God damn it! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he'll always it's, have that ridiculous nerd voice. Um, yeah, you know that kind of wraps it up. Dragon Ball GT was one. I will say real quick was one mm-hmm. that I wish we kind of got to because I always had the morbid curiosity of like, what was this show like? Because it got really weird and it wasn't yeah, like yeah, yeah. supervised by Toriyama at all. Right, Toriyama was not really the creator. He was just the character designer. And like yeah. and also that shows weird because if I remember correctly that the Toonami airing condensed the first like 12 episodes, like basically the first arc into just like a compilation episode that explained what happened for some reason. Yeah, right. I, no I one think... wants to see Goku be a little kid. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, I think that's the Pilaf Returns stuff, which like if you're not a Dragon Ball fan, you're like, who is this stupid goblin? And That said, I would love to see Pilaf returning in GT. Yeah, to like, be honest, Pilaf, Pilaf is, is like, the best part of Dragon Pilaf Ball. Pilaf and his, his gang are like the funniest part of Dragon Ball and one of the only good parts of that show. Yeah. Well, at least they came back in Dragon Ball Super, which is more of a worthy follow-up, obviously. Yeah. Having been actually made by Toriyama. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, I I think we're getting off track. Uh, We need to end this at some point. I I could sit here and reminisce about Toonami all day because I've been doing it for, what, 140 episodes now? Yeah, Um, right. At least, because they're they're also all the minisodes, although I guess those aren't Toonami stuff. Yeah. so yeah, I don't know. I I guess we should sign off. Well, this is the, the end, time. beautiful friends. Yeah, right. This is hyperspace broadcast, final broadcast. <laughs> Indeed, it's been a lot of fun, and we'd like to thank each and every one of you who made this journey with us. But that I mean, our friend Josh. <laughs> hyperspace <laughs> well, broadcast wouldn't have been anything without you. Hey, don't interrupt me. Sorry, jeez. Hyperspace broadcast wouldn't have been anything without you, Josh. <laughs> I like how you so I know seriously are like, don't interrupt me. I got to continue making this joke. <laughs> Hopefully we've left you with some good memories, Josh. So <laughs> until joking. we meet again, stay gold. Josh. Bang. <laughs> Josh. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm Michael Doak. And I'm Peter Eby. And uh, stay safe. Be be kind to each other. Be good to each other. It's been a, it, it's been a trip. And we'll be back like the uh, RC car that flips over and can still keep going. <laughs> Our podcast is flipping over, but we will keep going in some fashion. You will hear us again because yeah. we're actual uh, real friends, like the like yeah, the intro right. always said. I mean, I don't and, know. Uh, you, you might not hear us again necessarily, but we'll we'll keep you up to date in terms of next projects. We've been we've been discussing some ideas, but they're still kind of in an ephemeral stage. So yeah, yeah, life's changing. Know. And uh, we're changing. We're all growing and moving, and uh, we're we're keeping going, just like the little RC car that could, because <laughs> yeah. that's how you fucking spell RC. Indeed. 
Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.